My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. There's been a little bit of a, like a little bird twittering in our ears that there's a certain uh, man in this world that seems to be universally thirsted over by all who see him yeah there's a little um, bit of like a, a renaissance happening with him there's, as well and like, he, he's, <laughs> there's like we've heard that you the people really enjoy this gentleman who goes by the name of gong Yu. um <laughs> and we do as well so we decided to do an episode about him <laughs> yay that's right welcome to the episode about the man the myth the legend gong Yu. The <laughs> handsome middle-aged actor who <laughs> strikes joy in the hearts of all who see him yeah, <laughs> worldwide. Actually, we talked about Gong Yu when we first met on Twitter. Mm. Because I was so new to stuff that I used like a Gong Yu gif. And then yeah, and then we all talked about like how amazing he was. <laughs> how much we love Gong Yu. <laughs> He's such a delight. He is such a delight, though. And you know what? He's continued to be a delight mm-hmm. since then, which was many years ago. So I got to say impressive because some people do not remain delightful, but luckily he has <laughs> remained delightful. I also think it's so- impressive, like, because especially with the past couple of years, he hasn't really been in things like mm-hmm. that the general K-drama people would be watching him and like mm-hmm. you know the the crash landing on you crowd and that sort of thing that grouping mm. except for the little small part in squid games and the yeah. fact that this like small little part in squid game just he didn't even have a name He's the character didn't even have a name it was just a fun little thing for the director you know like yeah. it's just like a because he'd, a he'd worked with thing. the director he like he'd worked with the director before but we'll get into that don't worry we'll we're bringing that but back but, i think uh, that's kind of interesting that like he's able to kind of transcend even times when like especially as like an international viewer where you're not kind of bombarded with like advertisements mm-hmm. from him on any, everything that you mm-hmm. walk past he hasn't been doing a lot of like full shows full dramas the like movies that he's kind of been in have not really been that accessible for international viewing. And I just think it's interesting that he's like so loved right now by the, like just a wave of people. And you're like, it's it's also really interesting because when you look game at his Twitter. like filmography, it is not as vast as you would think it no. is. No, no, not at all. Like it's really not we're, we're he's like, very impactful. Cause whenever we were talking Bay Duna, it's like Bay Duna had been in a heck ton of mm-hmm. stuff. everything just the way that we kind of set up these things i try to watch as much as i can and obviously that Mm -hmm. varies given the time that we're doing this but i remember with Beiduna, it was just there was so much stuff and so i kind of picked and choose but with gong yu i was like oh out of the stuff that i haven't watched and is accessible yeah that's not a lot there's not a lot not a lot what i find interesting is that like we've talked before about like people's sort of like the the waves that people come to Korean media and stuff and 
how he seems to be it for he's so always, many He's always the fucking crest like, of that like, wave. He's always, the, he's the one. The coffee he prince is, people, and then the goblin people, and then the train to Busan people, and now the yeah. squid games And he's no, there, listen, he's always he there. Is, he <laughs> is the, the gateway drug. On you people and the <laughs> he really is. people that missed out. And he does he's the thing, gateway drug leading people the down the golden path. in between, too. So, like, in between stuff, like... Uh, coffee prints will come back in you're like yeah yeah what's <laughs> happening even if your first asian drama or korean drama isn't one that he's in you will probably be hitting on one of his soon mm-hmm. after exactly. is which is amazing Rosalind because there like aren't that the many year. of them that's right, right. like, yeah. like <laughs> the year that i started k dramas it wasn't goblin that started me but that was the big one that year, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I remember that, that yeah. was kind of the one that got me really, one of the ones that got me into like watching week by week. Like I tried watching it with my sisters and my one sister like <laughs> couldn't make it the one week. So she's like, we'll have to wait. I'm like, I'm not like, waiting. No, no, no. <laughs> like, no that I'm seems sorry. like a you problem, girl, because I ain't doing it. <laughs> Sisterly love only goes so far when yeah, Gong like Yu is <laughs> And then there's Gong Yu. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry. And it's like, it's incredible because, like, there really isn't that much. Like, there really isn't this vast thing that you would just, like, just wander into it because he's in so much. He's not, like, you know, he's just yeah. he's not Kim Won it. That it yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you. He's not Kim Won He's not just going to be in something. He, he does, then, like, yeah. strategic I, strikes of his work. And then, like Jesse says, access-wise, like, for instance, mm. the movies, if you're talking legal, international access, you, you're not talking all that much at the moment. No. Like, mm-hmm. even though no. he's pumping out new movies and things like that, it's like, yeah, but international-wise, are we able to watch most of that? Not really. It's wild that he's so popular and kind of like that Train to Busan was so popular, but then mm. that his other movies aren't streaming on Netflix or available to rent on mm-hmm. Prime or whatever. And you're like, but everybody loves him. Like, why? Why can't but I? Gong Yu is in it. Do you not understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, but there's not zombies. So we just don't care. And I kind of, you know, know, have a theory that Netflix will start pumping them out after. I well, the end of the year they did, okay. They did just, they, they did just add another but it wasn't because of him tech technically they were adding movies that the director of squid game did to netflix and they've added a couple titles but he did star in one of those and mm-hmm. we will talk about that later i think he's their next uh dude you know yeah they're next they're next <laughs> and of course I'm, I'm sure like korean side of things are like okay time to get with the program the long time korean media you know, enjoyers are like, yeah, it's going well, you. Yeah, we're kind of all like, that, in that same route. We're like, but like, we've all known this. We've all been like, here for not to sound like a hipster, a really long time. Yeah, but we're like, but we we knew then, and we all knew then. It wasn't like just select few from the community. It was like yeah, everybody no. was everybody like, yes, on you. him. That's just. And that, that's, that's kind of the thing about like his dramas specifically his couple of very popular dramas those dramas have very wide appeal but even if someone like even if that isn't their favorite drama of all time necessarily they will always be like but gong you was, really <laughs> was great yeah yeah <laughs> 
like that show, but man, Gong Yu. Yeah. But I'll watch well, it again just because of that, <laughs> that Gong Yu fella, you know? I mean, when you talk about like universal appeal, the one um the one clip on YouTube has him, you know, out in the streets meeting people and stuff. And this guy comes up to like do a poem of Gong Yu's name or something. And he's like, no, well, I came because my girlfriend's here. You know, they're like, are you such a big, he's like, no. And they're like, can you, are you okay if your girlfriend shakes hands with Gong Yu? He's like, if she wants to hug him, it's fine. Like, <laughs> she's like, can, can I, can I hug him too? Like, just, uh, uh, he's like, listen, I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not going to deny my girlfriend this. This is her dream, yeah, like, okay? Like, don't worry about it. So, for a little bit of background on our good, good fella, Gong Yu. He was born in July, good old July 10th, a July baby, just like someone else on this podcast. Uh, Sky is also a July baby. Uh, in 1979, <laughs> so not quite the same year as Sky, a little bit, a little bit older. His name is not actually Gong Yu. His name is Gong Ji Chol, but he picked Gong Yu because Gong is his father's last name and Yu is his mother's last name. So well, I isn't that, that is adorable? Really mm. cute. I listen. I just—he seems like a good dude. Uh, <laughs> in random Gong Yu facts, he is a confirmed direct descendant of Confucius. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it has any like bearing on his life, but that's that's pretty cool. I guess history fact. Yeah. yeah. He has a degree in theater from uh, Kyunghee University, which, which I think has a lot to say about his skill. He debuted as a VJ on Mnet, the cursed, cursed Mnet. It, it, um, it would be so fun to see clips of that though. I know. Like yeah. that, would that be I so tried to find some, but it was, it was Pickens. Yeah. Uh, there's some out there, I'm sure. Um, I'm surprised Mnet he... hasn't done a, like a refresh of it because they usually do yeah like refresh stuff i'm sure it's coming i'm sure it's yeah. coming and then he got his first acting role in 2001 for the show school four uh i assume the fourth iteration of a series called school uh <laughs> unable to find hide nor hair of this series anywhere <laughs> then he had several supporting roles and he hosted the show music camp so he was like in this music life i guess to begin with but Listen, who doesn't do a little VJ here and there? And then in 2005, he got his first lead role in the show Hello, My Teacher, followed by One Fine Day. And then in 2007, that fateful, fateful time came where he was cast in a little show barely anyone's heard of, uh, Coffee Prince, as the lead in Coffee Prince. That was when it really all started to happen for him, you know? <laughs> uh, Coffee well, Prince was really... And even then was when... And I don't know what the brand name is, but one of the coffee brands like mm -hmm. latched onto him after that and has like, not let go. <laughs> like coffee, coffee prints was so popular. There was a like a huge boom in people learning to be baristas. Mm -hmm. Like the reason that coffee culture is the way it is in Korea is because of coffee prints, which is and wild to the me. cafe for the longest time was an actual thing that you could go to and now mm -hmm. it's the they turned the house of his cousin brother i don't remember the relation on the cousin, cousin brother yeah. <laughs> that's every real alabama good, good cousin brother, brother. Um, <laughs> his house has now a cafe and it's still frequented mm -hmm. by a bunch of people and it's like and has coffee print there yeah things on it it's and been just... it's been 
like 15 years and people just they they need it they're not okay? letting like it go. they need this in their lives nope. they're not letting it go he then had to of course do his military service 2009 where i think he got the cushiest gig in the military i have ever heard of in my entire life because he officially was serving in the defense media agency but his job was to be the dj for the base radio like i mean i guess somebody has to have that job you know the other cush jobs that you think about that you hear about sometimes you know like cook or like let's say the band or whatever but you have to practice and like do mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. for those jobs but like but he, he just came base in with radio. like a, a good bit of yeah. knowledge so it kind of works out yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you know he, it was in his field and it like makes sense but at the same time i'm like dude <laughs> <laughs> girl, buddy and then immediately after leaving he starred in a movie called finding mr destiny which i think was the maybe the first thing i saw him in because i think i saw it and then watched coffee prince after because i liked him so much it was pretty successful oh he's a master salesman for various this is how i think how he makes most of his money is all of his Mm -hmm. uh cfs he does you know the the usual soju coffee luxury brands however it's nice because he's kind of shameless about it but he's so he's very shameless not Yeah. yeah Bad. But I think everyone his... has to just accept it when he does it. They're <laughs> like, like, oh, that's like, why you're gonna okay. be okay. <laughs> um, I I must say though, one of his commercial gigs really stuck out for me as being the greatest spokesman job ever because he was the official ambassador for the National Tax Service, <laughs> where he urged everyone to pay their taxes. <laughs> well, if Gong Yu tells you to pay your taxes, you I pay your taxes. I definitely have to pay my taxes. Like, well, you know, yeah. he's known for making lots of donations, except he doesn't do it under his stage name. He does it under his actual name. So a lot of the times people don't know it's him that's doing it. So he donates a lot of money. So he seems like a good dude. And every time he appears on a variety show, it is the funniest thing I have ever seen. So his co-star in Goblin had a, a, a talk show for a while and he was the first official guest on the talk mm-hmm. show. And it was the most chaotic thing. It's so good too. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's so good. It's so funny because the chaos lies in the fact that they're both trying to be professional because this is supposed to be a professional gig. First, you know, thing mm-hmm. and they want to be a super professional but that's not their relationship whatsoever <laughs> and they keep on slipping like <laughs> they just can't help it it's so good <laughs> just like, and have, like the videos that i think the the cutest one that they go in they go to on Je- to jeju island together and it's uh lee dong-wook's birthday so gong-hyu decides to sneak away to like light candles on a birthday cake but he's so like not subtle about it that Lee looks like, what are you doing over there? And like wanders <laughs> over and then like sees he's like, oh shit, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, buddy, here's a cake. <laughs> <sighs> but but they also talk about like some pretty meaningful stuff mm-hmm. during that show as well, like how because of his popularity, Gong Yu did take just kind of a break from everything 
for a while because yeah. it was over really overwhelming for him mm-hmm. to just be him and that would be yeah. really hard like you could tell how that popularity has affected him a lot so if you ever see Gong Yu on the street be nice yeah <laughs> just be cool be cool be, <laughs> be cool, cool. Maybe do a lay like just be like just be like I really enjoy your work and then leave. Don't make it weird. Just (laughs) just keep going. Don't freak out. He's just a normal dude. Treat him like a normal dude, (laughs) even though his face is plastered on literally (laughs) (laughs) everywhere you're walking. that, I, that I, I TikTok the, where the guy like walked yeah, down the street. Yeah. How many times will we see Gong Yu? Well, he was like, like time to find Gong Yu on the streets, and it's just him walking down just a random street in Korea, and it's just like every second ad is either Gong Yu or IU. <laughs> he's like one, and it's two, three. And then he looks across the street. Oh, another one! Yeah. yeah. It's so good. He has a bankable face. Let's just say that. Like I, I did laugh when uh, on the IU show, like when he was on Palette, um, he was talking about how he brought her a gift. And he was like, but it was a real gift. It wasn't a thing. It was like, because, because he's such a CF dude. Yeah. Like, he was like, no, 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 no. Seriously. Like, I, I paid my own this money. Was not I paid my own thing. money for it. He's like, like, wow, special. Like, charm to him that he's like very goofy but very like mm-hmm. sweet at he's the same time like relatable. very kind of yeah. like a little bit of introverted so it's just like he'll do something really cute and you're like oh that's cute and then immediately he's like i gr- regret everything that i've ever done in my yeah. life yeah. This <laughs> was a mistake. Like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> he seems very earnest when he's doing things like yeah. mm-hmm. i uh I, that that IU he so he was IU does like interviews on her YouTube channel for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about here and he was a guest and I do like how they brought up like the when he had interviewed her on his radio show like ten years previous and was like yeah I'm gonna like write a movie and you're gonna start it and I'll direct it and she was like okay man like just send me a script and she's like so it's been uh, it's been nine years I've been waiting <laughs> and when he's like I'm gonna be honest I didn't do it. But <laughs> he's like, here's here's what we could do instead. You could get like a really good role, and then you could talk to the director and be like, I know a guy who would be perfect for this movie, and then just slip him my name. Like <laughs> that, I I really enjoyed that and interaction between the two of them. It was so sweet, and she was just like you gave me such a boost all those years ago when I was like 17 and coming in and, and like, I had no real experience and nobody knew who I was. And you were just like, you're great. You're amazing. In the next decade, you're going to be phenomenal. You'll be the greatest songwriter singer in our country. And, and she's like, speak and no so I good did. words about me. Please tell me, tell me what good thing happens in the next 10 years. And he's like, best actress in the country like that's that's what you'll be doing over the next 10 years i'm like well that seems like a pretty He's legit, a little bit of a profit you know? there yeah <laughs> i also really enjoyed how they were like you know how sometimes we'll be like oh yes like i love your work but like they don't really know you're the yeah. person their interviews where it's but mm-hmm. he did he 100 percent like they played a game where they would play like one second of one of her songs he knew them all he was yeah. like yes that's this that's this yeah. 
Yes. Well, yes. He, she was like, <laughs> we didn't expect it. Like we we prepped it with older songs because we didn't think you would have listened to my new album that had just come out like three days earlier. He's like, yeah, I mean, I've only listened to it three times through yet. So I don't know what my favorite <laughs> song is because I usually have to listen five times before I am. And she's like, what? And he's like, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just he's like, off the top like, of my he's head. Like, I'm not just- He's, he's like, like I'm not favorite. just saying this. Like, like, I bought it with my own money. Like, it's not like you gave it to me. Like, I bought it with my own money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, no. Like, I'm a big fan. I listen to your music. Like, and she's like, oh my god. There's this little boy charm to him whenever he mm. says things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Though, like, I bought it with my own money, and then he realizes what he did. <laughs> And just like the end of that episode where he's painting like a little palette yeah. for her wall and then drops, he drops like the <laughs> music going. So it's not like you hear any sound. He's trying to paint this little tiny like canvas because that's what they do at the end of her show. And then he drops the paintbrush covered in paint like completely on like just right into the middle. He's like, ah, he's like, yeah, it's okay. I can, I can fix it. I can fix it. <laughs> Oh, such a delight. Just, I really enjoyed that interview. I just enjoyed mm. their their whole interaction. And she was like, I guess, I guess like you've got this movie coming out. Maybe we should talk about your movie. Like talked about me this whole time. And I'm supposed to interview you. And he's like, mm. but you're great. So we should <laughs> talk about you. And she's like, okay, but like we should talk about you too. And he's like, I guess if we have to. Like and then also <laughs> That was funny about that was that when they were talking about the movie, she had seen the highlight reel and they hadn't even shown him the highlight reel of his own movie. So he was like, wait, you already saw it? I didn't think it was out yet. Like, I haven't seen anything. And she's like, no, they, your, your studio sent it to series. <laughs> when we did research for the Beidouna episode, it's obvious that they have such a fun relationship too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how we went on and on about how we think Beidouna is like the best. And to me, if we have a seal of Beiduna approval on Gong Yu, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Between IU and Beiduna, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. a good too. And I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, we did a very long time ago, a variety show, mm-hmm. like, but it was mm-hmm. like the chill variety shows episode. And, and I feel mm-hmm. like we talked about it because I use on that. He already's bed and brain. Yes. And right. yep. she talks about how because she's so introverted and so like she doesn't really like to be around a lot of people that she really valued the people that she could find and like being on that show helped her to be able to you know talk not only to Hiori but like to other people Mm because guests came into the homestay and it's like you know completely Mm -hmm. different people and you could tell she talks about how it's harder for her to open up to people because of her personality and also because of being so huge. And I think that like speaks if she's warm with Gong Yu that he actually puts her in a safer spot, mm-hmm. at least in terms of like conversation. So it's nice to see like a kind of like a confirmation that he kind of is the way that we we are perceiving yeah. him as. Yeah. yeah. But between that and then seeing how he is with Yidong Wu like yeah mm-hmm. yeah or like on the running man clips with haha ha and haha ha is like yeah like we know each other we were, we're friends and he's like i know you and he's like dude like oh, stop that and he's like <laughs> and then he makes some crack he's like no i mean i was always taller than you like that's a really like, good episode of running man too if you ever know it is yeah like, he just seems like he's so natural in that because like it's mm-hmm. so awkward like he's so 
awkward but funny but laughing mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. and then he's like super serious when they're doing a challenge but then also like he can turn on the goofiness really quickly it, and just, yeah. yeah like yeah. it's just I, I honestly fun. think that might have been the first Ready Man episode I ever watched it's because, a good one too just in general yeah. uh, I have a funny little story about so when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode and I was trying to watch some other stuff so there was a spy movie that he was in, and we, we will talk about it later, but it was not good. It was <laughs> early 2000s fashion, and definitely the, it was also like, problematic's a little strong, but you know, the jokes and stuff back then were not, were not a good time in general mm-hmm. for, for women or really mm-hmm. anything. It just was not that great, the movie. So it was funny. I was trying to do... You know, I'm I'm on my spy thing. Like I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that one was not good. So then instead, I went. I got the suspect. I watched the yeah. suspect, and it was really good. It's so, on Amazon Prime in Canada. If anyone yeah. wants to watch it, that one's actually available. It is on on demand, Korea. I think possibly if you have VIP. I have a, a trick that I found out. That I just found out. It's it's not a. I haven't checked for everything, but it actually did work for this episode because Finding Mr. Destiny is on oh, On Demand Korea. Okay, yeah. But if you go onto On Demand China, it's there and you don't even have to sign in. It's just for, like freely <laughs> there for you. Even though on On Demand Korea, it says it's locked and it's only for premium members. Yeah. <laughs> and there was another movie that I saw someone had watched and was like, it's on On Demand Sh- China. And I was like, What? And then I looked at it and looked at some of the movies and I looked at On Demand Korea and they were all locked on On Demand Korea, but free <laughs> On Demand oh. China. And I was like, what? Hello? <laughs> so, little hack. A little that is anybody wow. listening right now works at On Demand Korea. No, you don't. No, you don't. You didn't hear it. No. You didn't. You did not hear a single thing from me. What are you talking about? You just skipped uh, over that. It is also the sus- the one we're talking about, the suspect 2013 2013- it is on Viki as well. Is it, it one of the rentals? Viki has um, rentals. I don't, I don't know. Let's find yeah. out. I'm clicking play. Let's, let's find out. I'm clicking play. No, it's just playing. It's just playing. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I would like to thank, uh, not sponsored, but justwatch.com for helping us find. <laughs> not sponsored. But we will gladly take your sponsor. Which is funny because I was using it. I think I used it for spy girl should we actually go through his list now that we've like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. most of everything that's yeah all right so he started in uh 2001 with school four impossible to find don't this it is nowhere i looked nowhere. <laughs> uh he then followed that up with the drama heart love also good luck uh, you internet sleuths, enjoy. And then in 2003, he was in the drama series Screen, which was an SPS drama, as well as the movie My Tutor Friend. Good luck again. Like, <laughs> these are all fun little adventures in finding things. That era of Korean media is often difficult to find things. It's difficult general. to find. Yeah, unless you, unless you're looking at you know, like drama specials that are on YouTube because yeah. they're officially put up or something. It's yeah. just really tough to find unless like, something was to be hugely honest, like, popular. Yeah. yeah. Like anything before like 
2010, if it wasn't hugely popular, it's going to be slim pickings to yeah. find. So in 2004, he did three movies, Spy Girl, Mr. Gum's Victory, and S Diary. Sky has a look of sadness on her face. And well, just Spy Girl. Spy Girl. Spy Girl. I, I'm going to admit, I did not watch every single second of Spy Girl because I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. That's. But if you want to see Gong Yu in some really bad fashion, it, it's That's a good <laughs> one for that. You might be in luck. He definitely. Uh, his character was definitely goofy like trying to get into college person is really mm. I mean really you know when I say the script wasn't good when it when his character is you know saying that oh yeah my pretend girlfriend has big jokes you know just stuff like that it's like eh. it's just like it okay you need, like, but then on. you needed to pay rent we get it <laughs> right <laughs> in 2005 he was in the drama biscuit teacher and star candy good luck once more as well as though the that, movie that was show. a pretty popular one like that that's yeah. the one with gong kyo jin right yeah right yeah i remember her being like talking to him like years later and she's like man nobody ever called us the gong gong couple like we never <laughs> nobody ever ships us together and i don't know why insulting insulting really yeah just rude because i guess they're pretty close the the two of them yeah so that was the show that like made him noticeable to others so essentially what we demand is them to be in a drama or a movie yeah yeah i think we need i think we need another another go there you go time yeah yeah in 2005 he was also in the movie she's on duty which i could not find but it has a very interesting cover. A very interesting. Also, it has like adult undercover at high school. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and Maybe we pass. Handsome <laughs> student. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> which I learned that it was a dark time. Okay. <laughs> it was a dark time and we all know it. Okay. So in 2006, he was in the drama One Fine Day, which, which also had Nam Gung Min in it. So that's fun. Hmm. Works at an aquarium. He was not the lead in that. Nam Gung Min was, but it's fine. It's hey, he's also apparently he used a bunch of underwater techniques. Uh, If you can find it to watch, I would love to know where (laughs) because I love Nam Gung Min. You know. Anyway, um, that seems like one that should be on. Maybe it was on Drama Fever. Yeah, like maybe it is. I just was like. A lot of these, I, well, because I know that um, the biscuit, whatever, biscuit teacher thing was definitely available at some point in my career because I did not, I did not watch it, but I know people who started watching dramas right mm-hmm. around the same time as me who did watch it. Okay. So mm-hmm. I wonder if it was on Drama Fever. Mm-hmm. And we should use the Wayback Machine and try to see if it, we can see the, Get the- it. <laughs> So then in 2007, Coffee Prince. Oh, Coffee Prince. I didn't watch this in 2007, but no, you watched it. One of my like early. It might possibly, I was trying to think of this, that it might possibly be my first drama that I watched on either Drama Fever or Vicky. It was like definitely like my top 
five first dramas, K dramas. Yeah, it was. And I was watching early Netflix in my dramas before that, mm. so it could have been the very first one that I actually watched on one of those sites. So it's pretty in I, recent in my drama experience. I just watched it this summer. So <laughs> I, I literally cannot remember if I watched it before or after I watched Goblin. I have no idea. It was I think... definitely before Goblin for me. <laughs> so Goblin was a reason I like, you know, mm, Coffee yeah. Prince was the reason I watched Goblin. So if you're not familiar with Coffee Prince, it's about a uh, rich dude by Gang Yu who wants to open a cafe uh, with only hot dudes to like attract women. A very sort of antique bakery vibe of a situation. <laughs> However, he uh, finds himself befriending a young man whom he believes to be a young man. It's not a young man, it's just a woman with short hair whom <laughs> everyone very unfairly Seriously, calls everyone. Yeah, like, everyone likes like, him. <laughs> real mean like and so he then you know it's just their friendship or maybe something more you know and although just like I, she was not that manly no okay? she wasn't like, like i mean one of the first scenes of her is like her she's a delivery person delivering like chicken or something to like mm-hmm. the sauna and the women all freaking out and she's like i'm a girl like i'm just I'm one of you. Your <laughs> but then i do find it funny like later in the drama that there's like a few people who all assume she's a boy and some of them because they're introduced to her mm-hmm. as a guy as a boy but then like other people are like like she's clearly a girl like and he's like yeah. why didn't you tell me he's like because nobody told me i just knew that she was a woman because she's a woman like it's yeah. not her yeah he's like, kind like of oblivious to said, everything she never she yeah. also never says she's a man. Like no. she never is like, yeah, I'm when a dude. Like everyone like, just assumes and she just sort together, of goes with it. And then also like she kind of befriends him and he kind of like uses her as his wingman or to like try to get off like all the suitors that his grandmother tries to kind yeah. of throw yeah, at him and, and all the blind dates that he doesn't want to be on. Get them over. Like, <laughs> basically pretends to be gay to get rid of all his suitors. And then as the story develops, it's like, oh no, gay panic. It's it's gay panic the show with coffee and hot dudes. Mm-hmm. What before we want, really. And those hot dudes have a really, really sweet found family to them. They do. They're so good. <laughs> so it has good. Kim J Wook in it if you're if you're a her Prime Life fan, he's in mm-hmm. there. Uh, with long hair. Make- he was Speaking of <laughs> antique bakery crossovers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, long, the long hair though. Mm. <laughs> um, I know that we were supposed to like fall in love with Gong Yu and that, and don't worry, I did. But can she look with the long hair? It also, <laughs> and also, also the different pasta. See, because I saw pasta before mm. I saw this, and I hated, I hated him in that. And then I saw him in this, and I was like, maybe I don't hate him. Yeah, and he's so good. <laughs> He's just continuously yeah, I like good. Also, I would say that like you're gonna get good kisses in this one. Like, oh, yeah. surprisingly, like, listen, there was like <laughs> yeah. If, so for K dramas, it seems like there's been like a wave. Like, there's been like a real wave where like around this time, like they legit smooched it up on mm-hmm. TV, and then there was like a weird in like the 2010s weird wave of like the the two boards pressing together it had to have been a censorship thing that we just it was definitely i think 
and it was like so there were some dark moments of like <laughs> I remember this one show this one show that it had Lee Hong Gi from FT Island in it and it was like they were supposed to like have like a bed scene they were both fully dressed in bed their faces slowly leaned paused not they weren't even touching the lights mm. dimmed and then they woke up fully dressed and yeah, we were supposed seems... to believe they'd had sex sure. i was like she's still i was like she's still wearing her fucking earrings i mean maybe she's just <laughs> no. not into you at that point <laughs> like if she listen listen fellas if the lady's not taking off her earrings she's not putting her effort in okay no. this is like, you are sleeping in no. the same bed together. You are not That's sleeping it. together. <laughs> you are not. You are a roommate at this point. Like there is the pillow barrier between you. Give it up. Uh, luckily, gone you. None of that. None of that in Coffee nope. Prince. You feel the emotion. So after Coffee Prince, let me look at my list again. He was in a Japanese film called Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. Getting a little international. Good time. Little. It was. A little, if you know, if only we could watch film. it. If only. If only. <laughs> That's like half half of this list is like I'd love to see it. <laughs> and then he was in the military. So there was the brief lull, as as usual with uh, Korean men. Uh, and then he came back with uh, Finding Mister Destiny, which was my first thing I saw him in and loved. I it love this movie. A rom-com. It's, it's a very rom-com. It is a, the rom-com of <laughs> You know what? I like rom-coms and I didn't particularly like this I movie. Love it's all right. But, but it's okay. And I also like it looked it up. Successful. So the actual movie is based on a like a super popular musical that was happening around that same time. Mm. And the person oh. who wrote the musical actually wrote, I think, directed the mm. movie as well so the in the movie you'll see some like musical acts happening that i think that was just a a nod to the actual Homage. musical yeah oh so that's cool and also has well, i really in liked it. it but like mm. it does <laughs> i liked it well, like i you know it was it's cheesy rom-com oh mm-hmm. yeah and then the Y'all, lead uh is what's her name what's her name in, um She's in Search WWW. She's also currently, yeah, now in the the drama that nobody Mm. wants to watch. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We have reasons. We have reasons, okay? Mm. We've been burned before. Uh, Her name is Lim Sujang. Yes. She's a great actress. Like, they were pretty cute together because the whole premise of the thing is that her parents are trying to get her married off. She doesn't want it. She keeps on thinking about this guy that she met in india and so she goes to gong Yu's agency who finds their first loves or something and yeah. of course the guy she the only thing that she can remember is his name and it's like the most common name in the entire world so they keep on trying to find the guy and just keep on finding like random people. other dudes yeah and so it's kind of like them on a journey together and that's kind of how the mm-hmm. progression of the romance the kind of happens yeah. but Mary so, much a dork in that one too. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is true. So after that, he made the movie Silenced, which is based on a book that is based on a true story. Yes, and it is the darkest movie. There, on the face okay, right of the now, planet. I'm going to tell you right now. 
we're going to do a uh, trigger warning right now because this is like the movie is super dark and it deals with child abuse both sexual and physical molestation if this is not something you want to hear i will have all of these time coded down so skip but this is one of the movies directed by the guy who made squid game Mm -hmm. so he wrote and directed this film as well it is about an art teacher who goes to teach at a school for deaf children only to discover that many of the teachers and uh, administrators are abusing the children and no one cares yeah and he and it's based on a true story that actually happened and legitimately nobody cared they literally paid off these kids parents it's to not make a big deal about the, it. And... The movie depicts a lot of the stuff. It's really not mm-hmm. for when I say trigger warning, I think most people won't be able to watch yeah. this movie. It is um, a hard I did movie. Not watch it this it movie. is really hard to watch. But mm-hmm. um, after reading up about the story, reading up about the case, mm-hmm. the movie's sole purpose was to show you how horrible it was in the most matter of fact in your face. Yeah way to to show people how terrible this was and it did it like caused reform like into the like the child endangerment acts and stuff like Like it actually did when it it's when it came out the school was still operating and it got shut down Mm -hmm. and some of the teachers who were doing the stuff still worked there children died children were being they saw each other being abused and they were all hard of hearing so nobody ever cared mm-hmm. and it was a boarding school as well and most of them didn't have parents uh yeah. so there was no ever any tie it starts essentially with him walking mm-hmm. in on one of the teachers abusing one of the girls and then you find out that she's like the daughter of the head person and he's all doing stuff it's just like completely corrupt cr- yeah. the most disgusting things you've ever can think of but it's done in such a way that you can tell that it was it was there it was the purpose to get justice yeah. for these kids who were mm. not being heard because which is at why that he point, agreed to be they, in the film he's yeah and gone on record being like i thought this was an important film that needed to be made because even they, if it made they got such lenient barely didn't yeah. have to do anything it's just disgusting when you start to read up and it's like because like basically but, at the time if i'm i if I'm not mistaken, before this, before they had the reformed all the laws, if someone was under the age of 13 and was abused or assaulted by someone, they could just pay it off with to the parents and nothing would ever come of it. Mm-hmm. So I, there wouldn't be any criminal proceedings or anything. And that has ch- since changed. Yeah, that is no longer a thing you can do. This is kind of a spoiler, but there's a moment in the movie where they like address that. Um, mm-hmm. with the kid who he's signing to Gong Yu's character and Gong Yu has to tell him that his grandmother was paid off to accept the forgiveness and he had watched his little brother be abused and ultimately be killed by the people and he and he's sitting there going I was never I never got to agree to this, agree to this. Yeah. I'm not okay with it I'm still not okay and he's probably like nine or ten it's heartbreaking it's really hard to watch but it's so beneficial you understand why they did what they did with the movie i I think it's so amazing how 
and I'm not saying there's a huge track record of this, but even recently with like DP and stuff, mm. the way movies and I guess sometimes dramas as well, but every once in a while movies, these tough movies that get made, Korean movies, they they definitely spark change mm-hmm. of some level. And it's not like it magically puts a band-aid on something, of course. Mm-hmm. This is all a huge undertaking. Well, it starts time. the process. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, if I compare that to Western media right off the bat, I usually don't see huge change ever. Yeah. Very often coming of, even we will have, you know, some media that is kind of more aware of an issue or bring up an issue to light. But I definitely Mm -hmm. can't think off the top of my head any example of where there was obviously much change happening from one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas no, I, I can off the top of my head think of a few on the Korean side, which I find. Yeah, I feel like in Western media, it tends to be more, it would be made more sensational for the sake of sensation rather than mm-hmm. sensational for the sake of change. Right. And yeah, yeah. it's just a different attitude. I guess you kind of see that in like a lot of Lifetime movies, maybe because a lot mm. of them are based on real things. But I think also, I mean, they have news stuff like this in Korea, but I think like we having like Dateline and 2020 and investigative shows like Mm -hmm. that might be where that kind of is. And then also maybe, I don't know how um, easy it is to view court hearings in Mm -hmm. Korea and it's a little bit easier here. So we might like actually have more access to the actual goings on while it's happening. That's true. Yeah, and I I wasn't attempting to be dismissive on the Western side. No, 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 no. I I didn't think you were doing that. No, it's your. I I guess I I do. I do feel like we do have a tendency to kind of have the sensationalized version. No, I very much believe Mm -hmm. that we would rather have a sensationalized thing other than a change thing. And and I think so. For Western viewers of things, quite often we have this aversion to that because it feels like it's all just sensationalized for the sake of entertainment type thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so these very serious things that shouldn't be sensationalized whatsoever that's often how they're brought to us and so we get not hardened to that even if it's someone like me like I can't handle seeing any of that but like you also get upset knowing it's all sensationalized and Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. will be done it's not being brought to the forefront for change it's just for entertainment and money and so then when you hear of like, you know, over in Korea, when you once in a while see change at least being brought up some from these more matter of fact, no. like you can tell the the way the subject matter is presented yeah. is not to be sensationalized. It's to be, mm-hmm. this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like the movies about comfort women or things like these are the way things are framed. It's never for entertainment at all. Mm-hmm. It's no. to bring the issue to light. And so, yeah, I guess I wish we had more of that in Western media as well. Yeah, it would be really what I'm saying, because I do think I think it's a great example of how they are using Mm -hmm. media and a form of entertainment, but to Mm -hmm. in in a very artful and compassionate way to bring about change. It was also very clear with that movie that the intent wasn't to make money off of this movie whatsoever, because I think that's a lot of the problem with Western media is that you're expected to make a lot of money because they cost more to make in the West yeah. than things in Asia. So. Yeah. I, I think it, it's per it, it's pure purpose was to force it into people's faces and be like, no, mm. this is really what happened. And still going on. Yeah. So. 
but I, I, I do also think it's good to know like that really big trigger warning. I, I have not watched it. I considered watching it, but mm-hmm. I, it's obvious that someone like me, like, I probably no. shouldn't. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. And I think it's like interesting that now we know about it because Squid Games got popular, you know, and it's now accessible on Netflix because it wasn't yeah. really, I don't know of it being accessible anywhere. Um, so taking a completely different uh, vibe, his next project was the uh, drama Big in 2012, um, which was very popular at its uh, beginning of it. But it all went downhill in the second half of the drama, <laughs> as dramas sometimes do, and literally was so traumatic for him. Like, the reviews were so bad that he didn't make another drama for three years. So... <laughs> <laughs> I have only watched like one episode of it and was like very early on probably right after yeah. Coffee Prince and I was like mm, I don't think I want this <laughs> it's, not, it's not a vibe it's just, not a vibe I kept trying like for the podcast I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow I'm gonna watch the first step and I just kept not being able to press play I was like I've just heard too many bad things and I just don't want to so, so tell me why it's not a vibe those those um so basically the plot <laughs> are you are you familiar with the American film big yeah a child then becomes an adult man yeah. and does adult man things that <laughs> <laughs> this drama is the same kind of concept <laughs> yes um like the only way that big the movie works is because it is a short you know we don't have to explore a ton of it, it just yeah we don't you don't have to explore it in a yeah. rom-com is essentially um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, um, it's definitely to this day i like I remember seeing things and and I wa- like obviously watched it not when it was coming out and people were <laughs> talking about how bad it was and I was like oh really I'll, I'll try it and it wasn't my thing but yeah a lot of people don't like <laughs> yeah. it it's uh yeah yeah <laughs> yep sadly that's one that we actually have access to <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Cocoa and Vicky <laughs> So like, did. ooh, gong you in a rom-com. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks. He did have a cameo in one other drama in, in 2013. He had a cameo in uh, Dating Agency Cyrano. But, like, that's not really... Cameos aren't really part of the filmography, as it were. Like, he's it's, it's a cameo. Yeah, it's, especially um, when you're that you know high profile you're there to get people to watch not yeah not to have a character arc (laughs) speaking of cameo um so there is a taiwanese drama that i was watching and uh he he doesn't show up but his name shows up because it's all it was kind of at the time it was a little bit after goblin so it's kind of obvious that the character is like way into goblin though she never because <laughs> in her planner it's like she has a weekly date with gong Yu. it was my first interaction with because she called herself she's like oh no if this guy sees my planner like he's gonna think <laughs> i'm a gong i'm a gong you stan i was like what the crap is a stan so <laughs> she's by herself at gong Yu stan so that was pretty funny so that was my first interaction with that yeah. term so I think in 2013, which is where we are now, we sort of enter the 
popular resurgence of Gong Yu, the modern <laughs> age of Yu, as it were. Um, uh, which begins with the movie The Suspect, where he plays a North Korean spy. It's so good. It's really good. It's, it's really so good. good. He doesn't talk all that much in it. Like, I will say, like, his character is very, very quiet. It's very it was his first action film, too. Like, his first action-y role. Um, yeah, so he plays a North Korean spy who's sort of abandoned in South Korea, so he tries to make do, and then gets entrenched in murder. Or do we look at different subs? Wow. <laughs> The suspect? Yeah. He was a defector. Like, he he was officially a defector. So, like, he was allowed to be... I feel like maybe the subtitles I watched when I watched it back in the day may have not been completely accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, it does happen. The the main thing is... (laughs) He kind of gets... There's a little bit of framing going on with his character, but of course, Mm -hmm. since he's a North Korean defector to be in the south like it's it's easy for him to get framed for all this stuff Mm -hmm. yeah then then you're in a huge mess of a lot of double agents and all types of craziness the whole time they think he's just there causing chaos he's really just trying to find who killed his wife like Hmm. that's the main thing he's actually yeah so it's a good action film it's good it's good it is actiony like it's it is very Mm -hmm. fine focus so if that's not your jam yeah. <laughs> After that, he made in 2016, big year, big year for Gong Yu 2016. Um, made a movie called A Man and a Woman, which I tried to find to watch. I thought it was like accessible and then I couldn't find it and I don't know <laughs> why. Listen, because he's becoming so popular internationally now, I'm sure it will be accessible very soon. Or maybe they did that thing where they like took off, like let the rights to run out and then now it's just now unaccessible because it's too expensive to buy for royalties. Yeah, it could be. No, no, no. Uh, in twenty sixteen, he also made a little little show uh, you might have heard of called uh, Goblin. This is tiny little show. Guardian, the little, little and great little god, show. the throwaway show. Uh, just a little, just <laughs> little just thing, a little teeny little one. Thing. You might have heard of it, where he plays a mystic being. Um. A goblin. 900 years old. <laughs> he's a goblin, but not like a western goblin. Like a Korean uh, goblin. He does fit the, so the, the parameters of the, you know, the lore of goblins in Korea. So, yeah. <laughs> I am glad that I've already seen it because it is not available anywhere to stream Canada. Isn't it? It's on Vicky. I thought it was on Vicky. It wasn't the last one I tried to watch it. It wouldn't work, but that could have just been a weird Quebec thing because sometimes <laughs> Quebec is it not on Netflix. Somewhere it it's is not on Netflix. Available on Netflix though, because they love to use it in their swoon account, and so it's got to be mm-hmm. available somewhere in one country. Some country. One... <laughs> uh, also, it's called the Guardian. Sometimes. Uh, uh, okay, now it's okay. Now it's showing up. So I think maybe I was just foiled. <laughs> He just decided to foil me one day. So in Canada, it's like, on not TV. for you. Um, if you haven't seen it, it you know, it's fun. It's Lee Dong Wook in yeah. it playing a Grim Reaper. He's a delight. What um, a drama to watch, Eric. Very pretty. <laughs> yeah. Like, very, very pretty. So pretty. The cinematography. The, oh, oh, the like, cinematography is gorgeous. So gorgeous. So, good. so, so um, gorgeous. 
Um, I think we've, uh, we've mentioned on this podcast before, I have a few problems with the show <laughs> on the thematic level, but it's fine. It's fine. I did I, laugh when that, in that interview with IU, when they were chatting and, you know, and she's talking about how much older than him, like, like he he's so much older than her, but then they're talking so comfortably and she's like, well, like, my character in Hotel de Luna is like older than your character in Goblin. So it all like evens out. <laughs> even and he's like, yeah. oh, so like I should call you Nuna kind of thing. And she's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again. There was an interview where he had to pick his favorite character. So they did this little like competition mm-hmm. between like mm-hmm. this character versus that character. And then it got down to his character in Coffee Prince versus his character in Goblin. Oh, and he and he was he, the whole time he was struggling because he likes all of his characters. Yeah, he was really struggling, but he had to pick uh, Kim Shin, which is his goblin character, because he just and, he was he said he was just such a great character, but also he had so much pain. Like it was mm-hmm. the most painful mm-hmm. character that he's had. Which, if you compare even to the suspect, he's had a lot of painful characters. Like, yeah. So it's quite the statement for him to say. Yeah. This guy's pain's been going on for nigh on a <laughs> thousand years. Like, I get it. I get it. Things do things go wrong for this poor man. You know, it has its its faults. It, but like, Goblin but, yeah. but is, it is an, enter- a, it is an a, entertaining entertaining show. show. And him and Edong Wook in it, they're just so oh. good together. Mm-hmm. They're so good together. Yes. And admittedly, that's it's like an actual part of the romance. charm of the, sh- like it's the an- show. But. Yeah, it's an actual bromance, not like not a, a gay relationship that bromance. they try to pretend yeah. is not gay. It's an actual like bromance, and you're just like, mm. I remember, I love it, being at work and trying to like recap every episode to my coworker, and um, I'm sure she was just like, uh huh, uh huh, cool, uh huh, uh huh, and then she'd be like, wait a minute, okay, uh huh, I mean. That sounds like a lot of work to keep in track of, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely the show that, like, I had watched maybe one or two other K dramas, but Goblin was the one that was like, okay, this this is this is some good stuff that I need to pay more attention to. And mm-hmm. I think it was the first one that I I think I was able to binge it. I think I had just hit pretty soon, like a few months after it mm-hmm. aired where I could binge. And that was mm-hmm. my first huge K-drama binge, I think. You, I do remember hearing from, like, people who for whom that was, like, their first K-drama. And then just when you're trying to sort of go back and people being like, trying to get that like nothing yeah. else looks like this. Nothing else <laughs> is like, and you're like, yes, because yeah. there's nothing else like this. And now there's a lot more dramas that have that incredible, gorgeous look to them and uh-huh. and stuff. But like, if that was your first, it was a little rough going. Yeah, in. There yeah. Was slim pickings Start. after that. It was slim pickings. It's not yeah, like but... going into like now, like if you're going into Squid Game or Crash Landing on you, like mm-hmm. you you won't have the same hardship that like a person yeah. whose first thing was Goblin trying to like figure out some things i mean there were some really good dramas within that year but mm-hmm. in terms of like the the level of quality and the way of cinematography and the way that was shot and stuff that was just not something that you had the money pouring into on k-dramas yeah. like they just that's not 
mm-hmm. money wasn't going to K-dramas like that. And fun fact for you Canadians, part of it was filmed in Quebec City, so. Yes. Friend of the podcast, Annie, I did a photo shoot, actually, where she went around and took, like, little, uh, like, screenshots and held them up places and, like, did selfies and stuff and was like, this is this place. I'm here. That's cute. <laughs> it was fun. So he made, also that year, 20, 2016, he made two other films. Um one was called The Age of Shadows, which was like a really cool, like wartime spy 20s. resistance army, you know, 1920s. Yeah, it was it was sick. It's be- beautiful film. Beautiful film. Um, if you like that sort of like, you know, intrigue, uh, you know, during occupied, like they were, you know, occupied Korea by Japanese occupational forces, that sort of thing. Great film. Then they also made that year um, a little tiny indie film. Uh, didn't get a lot of traction. Um, <laughs> popular in cult circles. Uh, Train to Busan. That little zombie film. <laughs> that little, little zombie film Ooh. that could. Um, tra- Train to Busan. <laughs> fucking cultural reset for zombie films, it seems. Yeah. It, like, y- you, yeah. Mean, you mean that thing that's going to be remade into... <laughs> you mean last, last Train to New last York? Last Train to New York. <laughs> we didn't do it, I think I you mean Last Train out of New York. Come on, guys. Let's get it together here. <sighs> um, uh, somebody on my timeline who lives in England was like, okay, I could see this working, though, if it was, like, trained to, like, some neighborhood in in london Hoboken. you know and she was like this would work because i could the people in that community like yeah it would work and it just made me laugh because then somebody you could else, just make it, movie. surely it a guy to be a coming re- in and going no no surely you mean this neighborhood in england she was like no like i i live here and i'm telling you this would be the neighborhood like it was just funny it's, but like the it so just doesn't. Don't, it's an unnecessary. Re- it's you so don't need to remake a zombie movie. You can just make another zombie movie. And like, like no one is stopping you. I find it's really bad. Uh, the, I always forget his name. The person who's read who is the director for this remake is actually like a really great choice for the movie. But like you're like, but you're not writing it. <laughs> like it's, I and. So it's hard because you know it's not going to go well. And then also the name, I'm like, no. It does not really roll off the tongue. But also, like, why? There's just significance on why they're going to Busan that, like, you can't Mm -hmm. put onto going into New York. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, The uh, director for it is Timo. um, I'm going to butcher his name, so I'm not going to even try. He's an Indonesian uh, director. He's done horror. He also um, did the past two VH, V slash H slash S anthology mm-hmm. film, horror films that are not Indonesian. But so he's got like a, that angle, but I, I just, you're still not going to work. Like, is it set in Indonesia? No. So um just make a if you just want to make a zombie movie, make a zombie movie. People fucking love zombie movies. It doesn't yeah, need to be a remake of Train to Busan. You can make any zombie movie you want. Because <laughs> right now Literally I'm like, you're not remaking it. You're just ha- putting the you're name just on. Making it. a new movie. Like, yeah, that's I why don't... I just don't get. Uh, but if you haven't seen Train to Busan, <laughs> the Korean version, it is available mm-hmm. like Everywhere. so many places. You can find it dubbed and subbed, so it's super accessible. Mm-hmm super accessible was, even if you need a free place it's there and i mean yeah. 
fun fact that was one of the certified Nuna's first ever like watch alongs back when Rabbit was a thing. Rest in in peace, Rabbit. And I think we have like a zombie playlist or a playlist. We do. We have a train to Busan playlist on our Spotify account. So if you want that immersive train to Busan certified Nuna's watch along experience, go listen to that. And then that, you know, playlist before you watch the movie to get yourself oh, in the mood. That was back when rap yeah. was a thing. That was such <laughs> and, a fun and when, time. And when, we, and when we say it's available everywhere, I'm I'm on Just Watch right now. Again, not sponsored. Looking at all the places you can stream Train to Busan. We got it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Fubo. It's on Peacock. It's on Peacock Premium. It's on AMC Plus. It's on Hoopla. It's on Vudu. It's on Tubi. It's on Redbox. It's on Crackle. It's on Shutter. It's on Pluto TV. It's on Viki. It's it's on Plex. It's on On Demand Korea. Uh, you can rent it from Google Play and YouTube and Apple TV. It's everywhere. There, it is accessible find, at every price you level can find too. It. To be for a fact, is free. It has like maybe two spots where it'll throw in an ad. That's mm-hmm. it. It's not like crazy, and you don't have to be logged in. You don't have to sign up for anything. It's free. Mm-hmm. But you probably already have like Amazon Prime, so you could watch yeah. it there. Yeah, it just it's so good. It is a zombie film, but the the way that they craft the story is a lot different. And I don't think we should talk about it because I think if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Maybe yeah. we'll end up yeah. doing like a spoiler episode one day about yeah. it, but Who knows? Just um, one of these days, <laughs> but it's about a, a outbreak of zombies, <laughs> you know, and, on a train. and the people who are stuck <laughs> on a train yeah. and it's snakes on a plane, but it's zombies on, zombies a, train. on a train. And exactly. what I think it does the best is that it showcases actual humans doing actual things in a time like this and his character is a character who has a a kid who he kind of like is second in his life to his work businessman who only cares about business like he's not like Mm -hmm. outwardly terrible um so you have that dynamic you have um people on the train who are kids there's like a baseball team you have like the depravity of real humans happen. And I, and that's what makes this a really great take on zombies. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, you get to see how people truly would react and the differences in humans. Yeah. And, and also, are, yeah. Well done, it has so. probably some of the most realistic, normal people fighting off zombies. Yes. I've ever seen yes. in my life. Like very, like there, there aren't guns in this. Yeah, because they don't have guns in yeah, Korea, and, and they're That's in not a, like a, a train. So you, there's a lot of like times like where you know they're kind of using going in between trains, cars, or mm-hmm. whatever they're called. It just works really well in like a different zombie film that you hadn't seen before, and it's just so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is why I don't get. It's not like it was kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's or so like recent. it was really popular only in certain circles so like now you want to remake it for a, a wider audience everybody's it's, seen this movie yeah <laughs> why are it's you rem- like I consistently don't. always on the top 10 uh zombie films list and i'm talking about people who would never ever put like another international movie on their list ever but they'll put train to Busan. yeah so 
that's where I like find it's very bizarre on this whole thing. It's just like, why? I saw someone joke on the timeline about like, why would I watch a version of Train to Busan that doesn't have you in it? In modern point. One thing I did want to say, he there was a little interview where he talked about like, because he showing how humble he is. He wasn't like, I, yeah, I did most of the stunts. He did some, but he's like, it was mostly stunts. Like, I think there was one part where there was where it was like the shadow of him, and he was. They're like, "That's your shadow, though." He's like, "No, no." (laughs) He's like, "That is a that is a very talented martial art." uh, Glad we did our job. Not me. (laughs) And then you could tell the interviewer was like stunned and sad, like, "Oh," (laughs) but like, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) So. Next, we have in 2019, he took a break after that. There was like a little couple years. It's fine. It's three years. He made the a very controversial film that shouldn't have been a controversial film, but men. That's all I have to say, <laughs> men. Uh, Kim Ji-young, born in 1982. Uh, this is the third film that he co-starred with um, Jung Yoo Mian, she was also in Silence and she was also mm-hmm. in Train to Busan. So clearly they have a nice rapport. This was based on a book. Again, I, there, this was not available legally at the moment. I am hoping that will change. I thought it was supposed to be out because it was starting to hit all of like the film festivals mm-hmm. like yes, a couple but, of years yeah. ago. And it was gotten, it had gotten so much hype that like I thought- yeah. That it would potentially be, but I think but right I now think, the uh, only thing is like hit. the yeah maybe that's it. But mm-hmm. uh, I think right now the only thing you, is accessible is the translation of the book, which before yeah. it it hadn't been translated, so that's a yeah. nice thing. It was based on a feminist novel about a woman who has the most popular name for women her age, which is Kim Ji Young, and then she basically starts to realize that life ain't shit for women uh anyway people were listen these little fucking incel dude bros need to just let it go they need to let it go okay not everything's about you this movie and the book that it's based (laughs) on have incensed korean men so much that it's just like fucking get a life okay like for example at one point um my mind is went blank. Red Velvet, Irene, was reading it. And they were like, we're not listening to Red Velvet anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to cancel Irene because she's an evil feminist. Woo-hoo. Like, fucking grow up. Okay. Uh, and actually, you know what? Good on Gong Yu for making this movie. Yeah. Good on him. Uh-huh. Just being like, you know what? I'm not one of you. I'm not <laughs> one <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Mm-mm. Not one of you, my dudes. The great magic of that, though, is knowing his CF power to where yeah, he is literally everywhere all over those ads. So if they're trying to like, be upset about him being in the film, good luck with good that. Luck. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's the fucking tax service ambassador. You are getting <laughs> shit out of Gong Yu. You know, the government likes Gong Yu. People yeah. fucking love Gong Yu. Nice try. Like, <laughs> mm, you can just 
go cry in your sad like pillow without a pillowcase on the base in your parents basement like nobody gives a shit get out of here anyway i really want to see this movie i would love to i would love would love to see this movie man i Um, i I really did think like we said earlier like we saw it on even on the online Mm -hmm. festivals because but you know you'd have to buy a ticket and all these things I just I really but I assumed it was, like, after fun. that it was gonna like come out, but yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully sometime. Then this year we're now in this year, twenty twenty one. He's done two projects this year, and there will be a third coming out soon. So obviously we don't know anything about that one yet. But um, he was in Squid Game, you know that tiny little show no one saw, as <laughs> an unnamed man who slaps people, and that is how everybody now. Wants to be slapped and everyone, by Gong. Everyone just listen. The thirst tweets were real. Oh, you yeah. like, want to be slapped by Gong? You still so slapped by Gong? You like? Also, so I don't think we really need to talk that much about Squid Game because if you haven't heard about Squid Game, like I don't know what to tell you at this point. Yeah, like okay. I said something the other day to my husband, and he went, "Squid what?" And I went. No. Where do you get live? Out. Like I don't get out, sir. <laughs> like my mother has heard of Squid Game. Yeah, there's my husband watches will... woodworking videos on YouTube. Like that's that's yeah. his He also uh while he did not film this movie this year, the movie was released this year, Salbach. Um with, with I, I really want to watch it legally. I have seen so. it. I was really Vicky says it's coming soon, and I was like, Yeah soon before we record this podcast could it no, i i and no. i'm sure they're gonna put it on rental yeah i have oh. seen it i and have probably it. come out like it'll probably be there when we hang up right now when we stop Absolutely. recording then it will be available you're welcome people who it listen to our a- podcast <laughs> <laughs> not for us <laughs> yeah so it is. It is a loosely sci-fi thriller, and it's really good, guys. <laughs> it's like, it looks good. I am so into really it. good. It has Park Bo Gum in it, but Gong Yu is basically doing all of the advertising for it because while it was filmed well in time for them both to do the press junkets, uh, COVID happened, and then Park Bo Gum had to go into the military. So Gong Yu's just wandering around, being like, "Hey, man." Come check out my sick, my sick movie. So basically, he plays an ex-secret uh, agent who is dying and is sort of a social recluse at this point, who then gets basically hired to help transport a genetic experiment, which is the first human clone, successful human clone. Uh, there's something, but things go awry shall we say mm. uh, different forces at do, work because shall we say uh clone might have some things going on of course Let's just say not? it's so good mm. <laughs> so good it's like exactly the movie i wanted to watch when i was watching it i was like yes it's nice when it yes. hits that spot yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're like the chemistry of the two of them uh, he's good like it's so... listen i know i talk a lot of smack about park bogum not because of him as a person 
because of the cult that he's a member of. But he's an incredible actor. <laughs> you have to admit, he's an incredible actor, cult or no. And the two of them together is just like masterclass, beautiful. It's it's incredible. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Beautifully shot too. But I will say no more because now I just feel like I'm rubbing it in the fact that it's not <laughs> really yet. Uh, <laughs> To sort of solidify that I think Netflix is uh, starting to ride the Ganyu wave with the rest of us, mm -hmm. uh, they, they have a Netflix original coming out in December. Sometime. The Silent Sea. Sometime. 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 December. Sometime. Uh, the Silent Sea, which also has our girlfriend, Beiduna, in it. Mm -hmm. So, and my <laughs> personal favorite person, Lee <laughs> I love him so much. And uh, just, that is a series. That is not a movie. Yes, yeah. it is a series. It is I think a it's drama. a fairly short um, one. Six episodes, maybe? Oh, that'd be cool. I think so. And it um, is like a sequel to a movie. So, yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's a sequel a to a short film. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, like there's like a, a movie or short film about this thing that happens on the moon and apparently from what i understand the drama is about a second group of people going to find out what happened on the moon mm -hmm. i know it is director so, and writer of that movie is on this one so. nice yeah so. and it's produced by jungwoo sung who's like a very famous actor in his own right so mm. i think it's eight episodes if uh Okay. Yeah, I think my it was reading here is correct. In my head was definitely ten, mm. uh, like under ten. Like it was one of the shorter, shorter ones. Um, it's like been in like post production <laughs> for like us. a yeah. year and a half, two years. It's just every year it tortures us. But like they did specifically say it in press releases, and they put it up on the site so you can mm -hmm. like do. We'll, we'll remind you, and they like changed the photo and made sure to give the press listen. photos and like. Just give it Don't to screw us, us on this deal, Netflix. Okay? <laughs> Don't screw us on this deal. We've been waiting. Oh, good. <laughs> and they, they even talked about it goods. during their uh their like quote unquote fan online fan mm -hmm. meeting thing that they did. Tadum. I, I still get a kick out of that since that's the name, the sound that's <laughs> So I watched I watched the Korean one live what was fun about that was there was a korean version of tadum and it was much more elaborate with the things that they did and then when they mm. did the like american version of tadum then they had a snippet from the korean tadum so anyway mm -hmm. it was pretty cool the way they did it still got to see kai and i don't mm -hmm. remember who else it was whoever else it was a super junior guy i can't remember which one they're all okay. MCs. I get them confused. <laughs> and Huck. You know. So that's the entirety of his filmography. So you said there's he another one that we don't know about yet, though, that he's supposedly doing one more project that's... Yeah. You act like you really have an in. <laughs> You're like, well, I was talking I don't to know. Uh, well, you had, you had mentioned it. Brother. Well, no. I was talking about the Silent Sea. I was saying that oh. it hasn't come out yet. So we have... Oh. Like, okay. I'm sure he has more projects on the horizon. <laughs> Because I thought you were like, uh, yeah, 
somewhere he mentioned he's doing something else. He's only actually ever won two awards for his acting, which I think is so bizarre. Uh, So he won Best Actor for Goblin at the 2017 Becksang Arts Awards. And then in 2011, which I think is like a really weird year because I don't think he was even doing much silenced 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 okay he won the popularity award at the blue dragon film awards which you know i feel like he's been been robbed a little he's done some good stuff uh, at least he has the eye of all the cf people he's getting that's those true he's, listen, he's making bank he's worth quite a bit of money in korean oh yeah absolutely uh, korean actor terms so he's doing fine He's single, though he does say in interviews that he thinks he wouldn't be a very good husband because he's not very romantic. But listen, listen, listen. Yeah, we all can I call you Chol? I feel like we're friends now. Um, I feel like that won't matter to many, many potential partners. No. I think they'll be willing to look, look the other way on this one, you know? Um, I am. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, like, in a nutshell in a nutshell we love them everyone loves them i don't like listen i'm sure gong you has some weird incel aunties after making a feminist film but like mm-hmm. i no one wants them as fans no one mm-hmm. listen if you're if you're a, if you're like a sad little incel in your parents basement no one wants you as a fan Get a better sure, personality. I'm pretty sure that they're not listening. To <laughs> I know we're definitely not the market for them. No, like, they're not smart enough to learn English. I know. I just kidding? sort of like. I mean, I if just our sort of girls, like imagine like, Beiduna and IU like him. He's probably a good dude. We trust their um, judgment. I f- I feel like just someone could clip that out of context and just like <laughs> post it somewhere and like really get us a lot of like angry TikTokers after us for disrespecting being men men haters. That's right, we are. Yeah. Deal with it. You're not gone you. We hate you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gone you, do better. Yeah, I only said I only referenced Gong You that yeah. I was interested in. Nobody else. Yeah, that's it. Nobody else. <laughs> Maybe Lee Dong Wook. He gets a pass. Okay. Yes. Lee Dong Wook. He gets a huge pass. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally showing Matthew the video of him doing a live where he's like, where someone in the chat jokingly said like, oh, d- yes, he's so old. He needs to eat. He needs to eat soft food. He's like, I'm only 41. Don't say I'm 42. Wait, I'm 41, right? I'm not 42. And then the chat, like all the chat, like the questions are like, why are you asking us how old you are? And he's like, oh God. <laughs> There's also that one yes, where yes. like the, the kid was like, something about like my mom really likes you or something and he's like oh god <laughs> why are you over here children why <laughs> and, like, wasn't it gong you where the woman was where there was like a teenage girl and she's like i know he's middle-aged but i just want him <laughs> like, like... <laughs> well, so going back to the writing man for gong you like you know they were all supposedly in prison for various things like that was the yeah. theme and they were like and they didn't tell Gongyu this ahead of time, obviously, because they're like, Gongyu's here for arson. And everyone's like, what the crap? Like, what do you mean? 
you know, he sets women's hearts on fire ages like yeah. 15 to yeah. 50, and he just loses it. He covers up his face. I have to say, I feel like 50 is a conservative number. I think yeah. that you, you know, 15 to like, 15 to death. 105? Yeah. Like, yeah. 15 to death. 15 to death. death. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, I do love that it sort of had the vibe from Busted with Satan, where he's like, why are you in prison? He's like, because I scammed scammed lovers at, like, their money, and they're like, oh, you scammed women? And he's like, I didn't say they were women. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But no, Gong Yu, the best. We like him. We, we want yeah, more. We're excited Please. for more, too. Mm-hmm. and we're excited that people are like starting to really like get into him again because there was a re- yeah. kind of a lull where it's like you, the people you know that like gong you like gong you but like it wasn't doing what it's doing right now like this is like mm-hmm. on a different scale yeah yeah one thing that's so, good about i mean we can be moaned that he doesn't have more work out there especially accessible lesser natural people but it is good that he takes time off and that he does Mm-hmm. He obviously tries to balance having his mm-hmm. own life and stuff, and that's great. I mean, yeah, it, it's fine. For instance, Beiduna, she works her tail off and she enjoys mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. that is great too. So, I mean, yep. whatever an actor or actress wants to do with their work, as long as they feel happy or feel safe or whatever, if they feel like they need to take breaks, take breaks. So, I yeah. mean, I just think it's great that it seems like he tries to find that balance for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. with his you know commercial work or all these other things that he does you know I, I, he seems happy to a lot yeah. as far as it seems like he genuinely is just enjoying life and that's a, that's great well, Good for him. and kind of like with you mentioning uh Beiduna there too she picks projects that interest her and he seems to pick projects that interest him or that have a place in his heart or you know capture his attention so he's not just doing whatever he he's got the cfs to pay the bills he doesn't he gets have to do to this do, you know he doesn't have to do big too yeah no. exactly he's 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 good he can god i'm, just, I'm so glad he doesn't have to do big too <laughs> like literally he talks about how he's like traumatized by that drama like in interviews and stuff like oh one thing i did want to mention about coffee prince is they did do a documentary Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, my dear youth, it's on Viki and, and Coco. It is available to watch. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, easy to find, and that's very recent because they did it as like mm-hmm. a special, you know, during pandemic type thing. So this has been our episode about Gong Yu, a heartthrob for guys, gals, and non-binary pals of all ages. Love them. <laughs> you, just, you, you gotta love him. He's a good dude. He's a good actor. He just He's takes your breath away. <laughs> Sets your heart aflame. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. He's got that good, like that really good, like he turns look and he looks at you and you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I, get it. I get it. Like, there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much universal appeal on this man. Uh, so thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want to listen to it in other places, it's wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, but it's also on certifiednunas.com, our website, where you can find the links to everything that we talk about, as well as, you know, the time codes and everything for every single episode that we've ever done. So that's pretty sick. Okay, pretty sick.
Uh, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness to become part of the official certified found family where we have a lot of fun. We get the extras that get cut out of the episodes go up there. We get, we have a movie night with our found family every month. It's a good time. And if you want to reach out to us on social media, we are on all the social medias. It's always at certified newness. And you can also send us an email at certified newness at gmail.com. We hope you have a fantastic week. You stay safe, you wear a mask, maybe watch a little girl on you in you know, spare time. And keep enjoying Asian entertainment. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.